What's up, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to Deja and Tandu. My name is Jessica Davis. This is episode 12. I had originally wanted to do this episode on manifestation because manifestation is so important. Um, and it's something that I find myself thinking about and talking about and I don't want to say preaching, but like helping people become more aware of it so much more in the last few years than I ever have. Um, but I actually decided to go a completely different route with this episode. I don't know why other than it feels so much more prevalent in the last few days. And you guys know that I'm huge on using real world experiences for my um, episode topics. So this episode is going to be about why I hate cell phones. I hate cell phones for a lot of different reasons. I know that they are so prevalent and necessary and they feel irreplaceable in today's society. I know I was just talking about this with a friend at work the other day. I know I personally, I use my cell phone more for research and more for like googling random things that pop into my head more so than like texting more so than social media I use my email um kind of like networking I guess I use it more as like a networking thing um and a research tool hands down whereas like I remember when I first got my cell phone it was like I wanted to be texting someone all the time no matter who it was no matter what we were texting about And now, if I could get away with not texting anyone at all, ever, if I had to, like, pick up the phone and call someone, I would do that 10 out of 10 times every single time. (laughs) I don't know if it has stemmed from, like, being so much more busy as an adult or relying on your cell phone so much or being on your cell phone for so many other things now but I just hate being on my phone I hate being that person out and about and being like you know snapping an Instagram picture of what I'm about to eat or tagging where I am and I do it on my Deja and Tandu um Instagram page just because we feel this need to like brand ourselves right And, um, it's really hard and feeling like you always have to brand yourself is like kind of exhausting in itself. It's something that I'm not used to, or like, I definitely have a hard time kind of understanding it. Even I'm like the whole reason I created this podcast page was to help people feel like they relate somewhere to help people feel like if I can do it, they can do it. If any one person listens to, you know, this podcast and they're like, oh my God, that's amazing. Like, I feel inspired. I feel motivated. I feel like I can change or I can help someone around me. Like, my goal is set. My goal is done. My goal is accomplished if I can reach just one person. You know what I mean? But we have to, like, continuously, like, say why we're so amazing. And we have to continuously, like, keep doing it and, like, to match up with, like, you know other things out there and there's so many things out there it's just like so exhausting in this like rat race of you know getting your name out there and like people have to know who you are it's like so exhausting who the fuck has time for that so 
I completely forgot where I was going with that because I, like I said, I get so distracted. Let's bust up in this LaCroix so we can start partying, going crazy. This is, um, <clears throat> I think it's Key Lime. delicious so I guess to circle back around what I'm trying to say is it's really difficult to continuously brand yourself when I know for myself personally I'm very humble I know sometimes I talk about how awesome I am and how I'm like completely different than I used to be and it's just continuous work. It's, you know, and I feel like I'm just like bragging almost. And I have this sense of like ego, which I don't want to have. I want people to look at me or, you know, think about me and be like, that girl is so humble. She's got it. I don't want to say all figured out, but she has a good head on her shoulder. She knows what she's doing. She's goal-oriented, and she's modest and humble because that's how I feel I am, and that's how I want to be portrayed. I don't want to be like, that girl lets everything go to her head, and, you know, she talks a big game, but she can't really deliver. I worry about that, and that's why I have a really difficult time branding myself and... You know, this whole being on social media 24-7 and, like, constantly, like, talking yourself up, it's, it's just fake, you know? And I've kind of discussed this in earlier episodes, but it can't, it can't all be real, you guys. Like, you know that. I feel like as an adult, I'm too busy to be on my phone all the time. I think a lot of it has to do also with being in a long distance relationship for so long and not even just with my husband because I have been in a lot of long distance relationships throughout my entire life. Um, my last relationship was um, partially long distance. The one before that was long distance. But I didn't really, like, I had started an Instagram back then, and I just was never on it. I didn't really understand the point of it yet, and then it, like, blew up, and it was this huge thing. It's definitely, like, evolved into what it is today, because it did not used to be, or it didn't used to be what it is now. Um, so when you're in a long-distance relationship, you want to talk to someone so much all the time. But you find so many things and so many conversations like kind of falling by the wayside and being put on the back burner because you're not able to talk to that person all the time. And so anytime you can talk with them, you only want to be like pleasant and you only want to say, you know, it's like small talk all the time, you know, it's how are you? How's your day? How's work? How's your dog? How's the weather? Like, what are you doing this weekend? And things like that. Every single time you talk, that's it. You never really talk about like things that would normally come up in your day-to-day -day life or day-to-day -day conversations or, you know, I mean, yeah, it just, um, it's hard. A long distance relationship is really, really hard. And so many things, even still to this day, 
happen in my day-to-day life and I want to tell Jake about it immediately and I want to be like, you'll never guess what just happened and, you know, I have to talk to you about this right now. I need to vent or something like that and and he's just not there. Like, he's not here physically, you know. He's training for this new job out in Louisiana and I think I'm just learning that everything is not on my time. It's not on my schedule. It's our relationship is a lot of compromise and especially along dish along excuse me along distance relationship it's not just when it's convenient for you because your schedule is not always going to match up with the recipient's schedule he's going to be gone a total of a month he's already been gone for a week and a half almost 2 weeks and it's the same shit it's like you know i moved down here to to get over the long distance relationship and then he like accepted this job which is amazing like he feels so passionate about you know saving people and being a star swimmer and that's like his dream and he wants to keep doing that and of course I want to be you know the supportive wife and the supportive best friend and whatever but it's like exhausting for me at the same time you know because it's hard to feel like you're making such an effort in a marriage only to kind of have that effort, like I said, put on the back burner. So I don't know if I really meant to share all of that. I guess what I'm saying is that communication is really difficult when you're so far away from someone that you love. With being busy and, you know, I'm working two jobs, I'm in school, It really just takes a lot out of you, and I think the best part of my day is when I've been working all day, and I crawl into bed at like one in the morning because I just got off at the bar, and I'm so exhausted, and I finally get home. I'm laying in bed, and I'm so tired that I don't even have the energy to check social media. And social media is an entirely other topic when it comes to conditioning, I guess, is the way I would call it. Um, You know, we're so conditioned to have this set of standards by what we see on social media and we think that that's the norm and we think that that is average and we feel like we need to do that and this entire fucking generation thing of FOMO like what in the world is that your fear of missing out like well yeah you're missing out because you're on your fucking phone and you're on Instagram when you should be outside exploring or adventuring or you should be out doing those things that you say you're scared of doing or you are out there you know living your life instead of like staring at this screen it's so exhausting like I get off work I'm roaming around downtown San Diego and I guess I'm still like enthralled by it because I'm looking around at these like you know big tall buildings and you know Everyone's riding limes and birds and (laughs) it's fucking hilarious. And then I'm, you know, you see these other people who are just walking like straight zombies staring at their cell phones, you know, almost about to get hit by cars or 
I'm riding my bike and I'm paying attention, being cautious, and almost get hit by three cars because people are on their phones. You know what I'm saying? It's... This is not a necessary item that you have to have in your hand 24-7. It's amazing, like, okay, I'm not going to promote any kind of technology because who am I to do that? But I bought an Apple Watch probably close to a year ago, and it might be the best purchase that I ever bought because... I can leave home without my cell phone. I go places without my cell phone. I'll accidentally leave my phone in the truck or whatever I'm doing. Or I used to go on runs and be like, oh, fuck, I forgot my phone, you know, like, and it wouldn't be the end of the world because I have my watch. And if for any reason I get in trouble or I need to text someone or I need to call someone for something important or I need I'm waiting for a really important email, I can check my watch. You know what I mean? And there's no social media on my watch, and that's the best part. So I can network where I need to network and then be done with it and, like, do something else or go about my day or finish my run or whatever. I'm not distracted. And I think that that's, like, really what it comes down to is these cell phones are just a fucking distraction from all of the things that you're not doing in your life. We look at social media and we see, you know, these perfectly, you know, picturesque, these perfectly fucking curated images of lives that aren't real, right? And we think that they're real. And even if we keep, like, consistently telling ourselves, like, they're not real, they're not real, somewhere deep down psychologically, you fucking think that they're real no matter what you tell yourself. And you think that you're missing out. You think that something is better somewhere else. You think that the grass is greener on the other side. But let me fucking tell you that the grass is just as green as you make it with effort, with energy, with the things that grass needs, with the things that you need as a person for growth. You can grow. You can make yourself as green as you want to be. Do you understand what I'm saying? You don't have to, like, see these pictures and see these fake lives and be like, I need to have those things. I need to do this. I need to buy this. I need to go start using this product because an influencer is influencing me to go buy this product because she's so pretty and I want to be pretty just like her. Or they. it's not even just about looks. Like, sometimes I'll see, like, technological ads on Instagram and be like, They're trying to sell you this because they say it's more efficient. But, like, is it, though? Or they're just selling you something. And they're using your Instagram page to do that because they know you're looking at your Instagram page. So what other place is better for an ad than where you're constantly looking? You know what I mean? It's like you open yourself up to this trap and they just feed you what you want. It's like, when are we ever going to learn? I think I've, I made a, an IGTV little video about this one time where I think it was called like cell phone use in today's society or something. And I was at the airport and I was seeing multiple couples, right? Multiple couples sitting at the table across from each other, but not looking at each other, not conversing. They were staring at their phones, just silent. Like, both of them were staring at their own phones. And I was like, 
Where's the intimacy? Where's the the romanticism? Where is the connection, the spark? You know, where did it all go? You've brought these two pieces of technology literally, not figuratively, literally between you. And I just look at them and think like, you must be so unhappy. You know, Jake and I will go out and it'll be like a long day after work or something, or we'll go out on a date and we still will like either keep our phones in the truck or we'll put them both on top of each other, like face down because they're not important because we want to have a real connection. Like we want to talk about real things and I feel like that's so important to maintain that level of communication with your person, with your partner or your significant other or your best friend or whomever it may be with your parents Um, while you can, like while you have them in your life, you know? It sucks now that Jake is gone for a little bit and I can't talk to him all that I want. And it's not only, he's not just gone for like a month on training. He's, this new job is going to be like two weeks on and two weeks off. And that's fine because like I was saying earlier, like I want to support him and that's his dream. And, you know, I'm accomplishing my goals over here. And so where it stands right now is we both need to be where we are to keep fulfilling our goals and to keep satisfying ourselves. You know, we have to make the grass green right where it is. And we're doing that. It's just really difficult. And I think a lot of that feeds into, you know, cell phone use. And it's kind of a shame. We try to FaceTime anytime that we can, but, you know, he's two hours ahead. And so he'll text me five, six times while I'm at work and I, like, want to write back so bad and I want to talk to him so bad. And, like, I'll go to write back to the first message and then he'll send me five more and I'm like, but wait, but what about this first message? Like, let me respond to this first one. But now wait, he asked me a question in the third message. And then it just becomes, I get so overwhelmed and it's, you guys, it's not even just Jake. It's friends will text me or, you know, my parents, well, not really my parents so much anymore, but they used to, they used to do this where like, if I didn't respond to my mom, she would text me and text me and text me and text me. And it's like, Hey, if I'm not writing back to you, I'm fucking busy. Like, I'm doing something. You know what I mean? If it's important enough, either you'll call me or I'll call you. And that's kind of where I rate, like, this priority of what I'm doing on my phone. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, if I get, like, those bombardment, you know, those bombarding text messages, I just end up, like, shutting down and then, like, I won't respond at all. I'll probably just like pick up the phone and call you because I have too much to say. And, you know, a perfect example is when we had um, pest control come spray our house yesterday and I wanted to update Jake and like tell him all about it, but he was sitting in class doing his training and he was like, just text me. And I was like, I have too much to say to write you a book-long text messages, or I'm sorry, a book-long text message, so I'm just going to call you and leave a voicemail. I was like, I'm going to call you right now, don't answer, let it go to voicemail, and I'll just leave you a voicemail, and you can listen to it when you get out, and I think actually iPhone has this really wonderful feature where you can just like push this little microphone in your message and just leave a voice message. And even that would be, like, effective enough, you know? But this, like, these 
book-long text messages. Like, why don't you fucking write a real letter, you know? Why don't you write an email? I was somewhere for a year where I didn't have a cell phone, and it was one of the most eye-opening experiences of my entire life for so many reasons. And not only did I not have a cell phone, but I didn't have, like, a computer, really. Like, we did, but it wasn't free internet. It wasn't, like, freedom to use the internet however you choose. So we had to use all encyclopedias. And if you don't know what an encyclopedia is, first of all, you're way too young. Second of all, the set of encyclopedias that we had was made in 2010. So it was the last published encyclopedia set there ever was, was in 2010. And it was so crazy because this was in 2016. And I remember thinking, like, anytime I would have a question or anytime a thought would pop into my head or anytime I would, like, wonder about something, I would go to the encyclopedia set and I would have to look up by the letter of what it was, like, the main topic of what I was thinking about and look this up. And it gives you so much more respect and, like, understanding for the technology that we do have today. It's literally all at your fingertips. And I think a lot of us take advantage of that, you know? So I think we should all be more mindful of how we're using our cell phones, when we're using our cell phones, how often we use our cell phones. It's like anywhere you go now... There's a sign when you get up to a counter, like say you're in a restaurant or like today I was at school, you know, anywhere you go or in the library, whatever, like they have a sign that says, please turn off your cell phones or in a doctor's office even, please turn off your cell phones, silence your cell phones in the movie theaters. It's everywhere because they know that cell phones are so quote necessary now that people have to be on them all the time. And it's kind of (laughs) sad. It's kind of sad. I really almost enjoyed, you know, using that encyclopedia set and like having to like work for the information rather than just pulling up Safari and typing an entire question into Google, which I am very well known for. Um, Yeah, so I guess that's all I have to say about that. I'd be curious to what you guys think about cell phones do you find them super extremely necessary does your job revolve around cell phones or you know is it something that you have to use are you an influencer or a networker or you have to use it for work or for emails or whatever like I would be curious to hear what other people use it for more so than anything um so yeah you guys can find me on instagram at deja and podcast uh shameless shout out there (laughs) again it's that whole fucking branding thing it's so weird um rate review subscribe let me know also what you guys want to hear about from now on i think probably next week i'll do an episode on manifestation but you know topics come as as real world events come so hope you guys have a rad week and i will talk to you next week bye (laughs)